Hello, sports fans, and welcome to another edition of Yesterday Sports on the Sports History Network. And make sure to check out sportshistorynetwork.com slash giveaways. I have two signed books I'm giving away. One is titled No Nonsense Old School Weight Training, and the other is Reliving 1970s Old School Football. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hello, sports fans, and welcome to another edition of Yesterday Sports on the Sports History Network. Last week, in part one, we discussed the 1983 Washington Redskins regular season. In part two today, we're going to discuss their playoffs and Super Bowl. So on New Year's Day, 1984, the Redskins annihilated the Los Angeles Rams 51-7 at RFK Stadium. The Skins defense held Eric Dickerson to 16 yards rushing, while John Riggins ran for 119 yards and scored three touchdowns. Joe Theismann completed 18 of 23 passes for 302 yards with two touchdowns and zero interceptions. Six of those completions were caught by Charlie Brown who gained 171 yards. The following week, the Redskins played the San Francisco 49ers in the NFC Championship game at RFK Stadium. The 49ers had won the Super Bowl two years earlier, but they had struggled in 1982, and 1983 was not a great year for them either. They finished the regular season 10-6, and and barely got by a very average Detroit Lions team in the playoff game. Most people thought Washington would have no trouble defeating the 49ers. And those predictions seemed accurate when the Skins took a 21-0 lead in the third quarter. But 49ers quarterback Joe Montana, who had not been having a good game, suddenly got hot. And before you knew it, the game was tied 21-21. Mark Mosley, the Redskins kicker, was having the worst game of his career, going 0-4 for four on field goal attempts. But he made good on his fifth attempt, giving Washington a 24-21 victory. As had been the case for most of the season, the Redskins defense did an excellent job of stopping the run but they allowed 347 yards through the air. John Riggins gained 123 yards against the 49ers defense, but it took him 36 carries to do it. Receiver Charlie Brown had another outstanding performance, catching five passes for 137 yards. Some felt the 49ers were robbed because of some questionable defensive pass interference calls. 
Interference penalties are usually the most controversial plays and biggest game changers, as we just witnessed in the recent Super Bowl. On a personal note, I'd like to see a rule change that would make an interference penalty a maximum of 20 yards, unless it is blatant. As the rule stands now, it is a penalty at the spot of the foul, which means there is an assumption that the receiver would have caught the ball. That hardly seems like a fair assumption to make. But assuming that the 49ers would have won the game if not for those controversial penalties hardly seems fair either. The Redskins marched into Super Bowl 18 with an impressive 11-game winning streak, and their 16-2 record was not the result of a weak schedule, as only 7 of their 18 opponents had a losing record. Their opponents were the Los Angeles Raiders, and the Redskins had narrowly defeated LA in a Week 5 matchup. While the Raiders were undoubtedly a good team, finishing the regular season with a 12-4 record, they were not what one would consider a dominant team. However, they had handled their two playoff opponents relatively easily, beating the Steelers 38-10 and the Seahawks 30-14. Still, most had predicted a Redskins victory in the Super Bowl. No one who played on the Redskins team can explain their poor performance on that fateful day. Perhaps the team had lost its confidence after almost blowing a 21-0 lead against the 49ers in the championship game. Whatever the reason, the Raiders completely dominated the Skins in every phase of the game, winning 38-9. The Redskins' defense, which had done an excellent job of stopping the run all season, allowed rookie running back Marcus Allen to run wild. Allen finished the game with 191 yards on 20 carries, scored two touchdowns, and was named the game's MVP. John Riggins, who had gained 1,347 yards during the regular season, and broke an NFL record with 24 rushing touchdowns was a non-factor, gaining just 64 yards on 26 carries. League MVP Joe Theismann finished the game with a dismal 45.3 passer rating and was sacked six times. It was a disappointing end to an otherwise great season. On a positive note, the Redskins, under the leadership of head coach Joe Gibbs, would win two Super Bowls in the next eight years. That will conclude our podcast for the 1983 Redskins. I hope that you enjoyed it. Take care and God bless. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hey there, sports history fan. This is Arnie Chapman, a.k.a. the Football History Dude, 
and I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the Sports History Network. Our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear. And if you didn't know it already, we have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics. In fact, here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network. Hello, football friends. This is Darren Hayes of the Pigskin Dispatch Podcast, and I'd like to invite you to the portal of positive football history, Pigskin Dispatch and pigskindispatch.com. We talk about everything that centers around the game of American football, expert discussions, the origins of the games, the great players, teams, and coaches, and more, and some great guests and insights from experts. We have new episodes three to four times a week, and you can find us on sportshistorynetwork.com, pigskindispatch.com, or your favorite podcast provider. How about that? I bet you're super hyped to go listen to that new podcast, right? Well, to learn about this show and all the other podcasts on the network, head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Head over there today to find your next favorite sports history podcast.